वेलकम टू न्यू एपिसोड ऑफ द इंडिया इंडिपेंडेंट फिल्म्स पॉडकास्ट आई एम सॉरी फॉर ऑलरेडी गिगलिंग बिफोर स्टार्टिंग द पॉडकास्ट बट इट्स बीन अनोल एंड मी आर बैक फ्रेंड एंड फिल्म क्रिटिक फॉर द वायर आई रिव्यू फॉर फिल्म कंपेनियन नाउ दैट वी गॉट दैट आउट ऑफ द वे वी आर बैक विद वॉट वी प्रोमिस्ड uh a uh, a couple of weeks ago tanul in fact even did a monologue of 5 minutes about this particular film before we did podcast <laughs> and uh, as it turns out uh, thalaivi released on netflix and i could not escape it the, at least the hindi version and i had to end up reviewing it so as soon as i did watch it uh, of course the podcast came to mind and here we are uh, maybe a couple of weeks late but uh, better late than never here to talk about uh, kangna ranaut about the film about the jaya lalita biopic and uh, um, yeah I, and and it's be, uh, of course it's um, i uh, a small story before we start uh, uh, the podcast uh, i i was traveling uh, and i had no idea that thalavi was going to release on netflix at least the hindi version uh, as soon as i landed uh, uh, i was told that it was releasing the next day so i quickly reviewed it in the morning it, it it actually released at midnight so i ended up watching it in the middle of the night like 3 hours of this uh, uh trash and and then then i ended up uh, reviewing it the next morning and i fell ill exactly 15 minutes after that uh, i i got from a severe viral infection for the next one week and i ended up blaming uh, uh, the film to everyone who bothered asking because i was absolutely knocked out Uh, so if there was ever an example of uh, of your job and of cinema really taking a toll on your physical health this is this has been it uh, which brings me to of course uh, thalaivi and um, and and just how terrible i thought the film was tanul of course had warned me about it he had warned us about it earlier he reviewed it when it uh, released it in cinemas in delhi uh, uh, earlier and uh, tanul why don't you just take it from here and uh, let's ease into this little <laughs> uh into this <laughs> discussion fair enough i mean uh, you stole my opener which was supposed to be about your condition and thalaivi <laughs> but uh, yeah i mean that was <laughs> couldn't have said it better uh, uh couldn't have had a better opening for this anyway so yeah i mean uh, as i all mentioned i watched the film last year when it came out i think it was my first press show in um, in i think 18 months i was i was i was excited for thalaivi but i was definitely excited for the press show and and uh, just uh, so it sort of began from there anyway so <clears throat> i mean thalaivi as i mean you would all know but i'll i'll just recap it a bit it is a it's a biopic or or it's something about uh, jay jaylalitha it sort of starts uh, i mean it, it it covers i think uh, more than two decades of a life from the late 60s to the late 80s or just about early 90s i suppose where uh, she sort of rises uh, as uh, first i mean she becomes a star in the tamil movie industry and then she sort of goes on to uh, become uh, and 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 as a as an actress she was somebody who would be paired opposite mgr a lot they were a very renowned figure and everything and uh, after he sort of becomes the chief minister and everything she sort of uh, uh, gains a second lease of life which is her entry into politics and all of that and that's where uh, the movie sort of ends with with her uh, sort of becoming uh, thalaivi so so that was this brief recap uh it's um, yeah i mean it the film actually did not quite work for me uh 
I won't say right from the start, but uh, I mean, it 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 sort of uh, opens with a really dramatic scene and everything, and and you can really understand what the film is about in the first few minutes. It's it's un- unapologetically quote quote unquote uh, in the style of, or at least aspires to be in the style of this masala movie making that uh, that we are all familiar with, both Hindi and Tamil audiences. And 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 this film, it's it's a trilingual film in a sense, uh, in that you can watch it. I think in 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 Hindi, in Tamil, and Telugu. And I think this is important because both Rahul and I we saw its Hindi version because mm. we of course don't understand Tamil. Uh, <clears throat> but there's also a dubbed version in uh in Tamil and Telugu uh as well. Uh, anyway, so so as I as as I said, it's it's not very difficult to understand what the what the film uh is trying to do which is to paint uh thalaimi as a demigod or demigoddesses uh demigoddess and uh, it's it's very much a superhero film in that sense it's 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 about this woman who cannot do anything wrong and the world is out to get her so just circling back to my uh the idiom of uh, uh the film which is largely masala uh, hindi cinema or on masala indian cinema it, the, the question is really about uh, a extent of that superheroness uh, which i think we'll talk about it uh, and i would also want to get rahul's uh, rahul's views on it uh, as as we go on the second is how well it is done thalaivi on both the counts it's it, it really doesn't work i mean you know kangna in an in an ideal way i would say kind of obviously very much fits the bill for playing somebody as hot headed and as fiery and 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 uh, as somebody who uh, likes to stand her ground no matter whether that ground is muddy uh, firm or you know whatever but uh, she does that she's been known for doing that jay jalalta was also i mean not very different in that sense both people have i think a lot of academic interest in jalalta no more of course but uh kangna in fashioning a cultish image of so you know in, in many senses you can see that okay uh and and you sort of understand it's it's it's, it's not a, a really a complex film in that sense even in the way it's packaged and positioned and marketed and things like that but mm. once i was in it it's uh, i mean <laughs> the film is just so severely lopsided i mean it's it's not even making any attempt there is this one character about which i really want to talk about but uh, that again we'll do later i, I i'm just sprinkling some uh, for uh, uh, foreshadowing elements because i'm also trying to remember the film as i speak it's been a month for me but it just feels like six months or something <laughs> there's this guy who's not even a guy he he, he just looks like a kgb spy it's, it's a, he's called rm virappan i think yeah. uh, uh, who was a this is just terrible <laughs> this this guy was i mean he's re- modeled on a real person who's named rn virappan but of course these people are really subtle so they named him rm virappan and in mm. the same way it's not mgr but it's mjr it's this little thing that the friend i don't know for lawsuit things or whatever but anyway so so, so this, this guy as well who's this, who's the epitome of how bad uh, lee conceived and executed thalaivi is i mean yeah. uh, so so uh, in in real life this guy was uh, a producer and i think a screenwriter but definitely a producer for mgr films and all of that and uh, he's also somebody who i think in the subsequent years starts a political life of course under mgr's aegis and all of that but for some fucking reason this guy has a problem whenever a female figure 
just tries to get too close to jalalita and the uh, too close to sorry ngr and mm. and 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 the way those uh, differences or the way his resentments uh, uh what do you call it materialize will make you think that this guy is no older than a 12 year old idiot i mean because it's just so silly i mean he just he literally has two jobs in the movie he will either stare stare <laughs> stare and stare at anybody who is remotely physically uh, in physical physical proximity with ngr uh, which is to say a woman figure uh, and 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 the second thing he that he does is intimidate uh, uh, jalalita throughout the film using jokes that involve idli medu vada i i was actually 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 expecting more i was expecting a dosa i mean i am i am a north indian you can call me amit or whatever you know i was expecting a dosa as well i was expecting a thali at some point bismillah or whatever like what the fuck man anyway <laughs> uh, uh, it's uh, i i can keep going on and on but of course uh, let's turn to rahul and uh, rahul you can either touch upon like some other thing that we, i i i foreshadow even if you don't want to do that i will go on a monologue hopefully yeah, not yeah. a long but uh, or anything general daddy want to talk about uh, please take yeah. it off no, no i i totally expect and hope for you to go on a monologue and i i think that might trigger me to go on one also uh, but i just said you know it's been only two weeks since i've reviewed it it feels like six months um yeah. i had to do a bit of revision before coming on to the podcast that's why i said you know hold on for five minutes because um <laughs> because it feels like i've not watched the film but at the same time i i detested the film so much that i just uh I, it just blanked out like i i totally blanked out about you know uh, uh what i disliked in the film and why it is such a terrible film but now that i heard you speak and as is normally the case with most of our podcasts <laughs> once you start speaking i get into the rhythm of things also so uh, so yeah <coughs> thing is i'm i'm glad you brought up this particular character because i wanted KGB to be spy Yeah, yeah, I, I totally wanted to spend at least two or three paragraphs in the review just writing about uh, uh, because I was in shock. Uh, first of all, of course, yeah. I, I, it took me a good. So in my notes, if you go through these notes that we make through uh, during our uh, watching these films review notes, um, I took a while to figure out who the hell Virappan is. Is he his brother? Is he his gay lover? Is he? Uh, <laughs> so I I thought it was his brother who's really protective, which I get. It's an Indian thing, okay? Ha, uh, masala marke. You make the brother uh, a little bit of a sociopath, and 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 to protect his interests. And uh, then once I discovered that he's not a brother, boss. This is a real figure who actually existed. Uh, uh, and uh, and you know, I, I probably as important a figure as the other two. Um, then I was like, okay, then why is he preventing every heroine that MGR is working with? uh to you know get close and i we see it in some horribly simplistically executed scenes uh, i think in the very beginning of the film one of the very few things i remember of the film now is, is the way uh, he uh, intimidates one of the actresses who's getting close to mgr by totally yeah. her role and burning the film itself burning the uh, the reels saying that you know now you're not like you have no contract and now you're uh, we don't have to complete the film that you started so so basically the filmmakers want to show that you know to what extent some a psychopath like virappan can go to to protect uh, arvind swami's character mgr so um, and very on, very early on i recognize the actor rajarjun who plays virappan yeah. uh, most of you will remember as uh, as the father in secret superstar you know as the father from herlin secret superstar yeah um, 
and i really liked his performance in that film even though if it was it was a one note performance in sort of a mm. predictable film and all but i really thought that this actor has been around for a while and he's finally getting his dues by making by making a splash as you know like this ronit royish character but making it like turning the stereotype on its head by uh, by by really sort of uh, being in a film uh, film headlined by a teenager so i i i kind of liked raja uh, rajarjun for a long time like i've seen him in bit roles here and there most recently we saw him completely wasted uh, in the in tanul's favorite siddharth malhotra war film uh, um, <laughs> oh yeah yeah he was he was there in it and most of you will not uh, um, most of you might not remember because i think even the filmmakers forgot he was in that film uh, but but uh, rajarjun here plays as tanul very rightly said he just keeps staring throughout the film and he it's almost like he's playing a parody of his own character uh, which is very which is very weird to see i get the whole masala language and 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 and, and someone like using a fairly decent actor to pull off a very stereotypical role but uh, but but, you, but his entire sort of relationship with uh, kangna's uh, jayalalita is uh, you know is, is the basis of her transformation towards the end also uh, so it and i just could not get over first of all prosthetics have been used to make rajarjun look like piyush mishra for some reason i don't know why uh, <laughs> and he, he uh, and it's because of this character as, as even tanul rightly mentioned that you cannot take the film seriously for most part you know even if the less uh, uh, the less terrible portion say the arvind swami portion some of them i mean he's a fairly likable a uh, uh, presence fairly likable actor i haven't seen enough of mgr to really know uh, how much of the Uh, uh, of you know how much of it was actually authentic or but i've seen uh, but i've sort of read enough about uh, this film to know that arvind swami is the less offensive part of this film and and it's just that when you see someone like rajarjun and then kangna do very hard to sort of reflect just how bad he is in this film because we will get to kangna's performance because i have and one of my main problems with reviewing this film maybe two weeks after it released theatrically was the fact that i had read all the reviews because i did not expect to oh, review the film on my damn. own so i had read tanul's reviews i had read like uh, <laughs> a bunch of reviews from the south that were praising the film to get what exactly why exactly so divisive what the cultural divide is and if uh, because i was never expecting to see this film i thought i'd dodge the bullet of course i had forgotten this is the streaming era this is a post covid sort of world and and it came on netflix before and it was announced literally one day before uh, the hindi version and so i almost wanted to pull out of the review and I, i had a very tough time writing the review as not a reaction of the other reviews that i had already read because there was so much that i knew already to look for in the film while watching it and that's a problem like obviously to aspiring you know film critics who are listening or to people who, to general uh, people who are listening to this podcast reviewers don't like a lot of us critics really don't read other reviews ever before writing our own review that's an unsaid rule because obviously we are human and we are bound to get a little uh, uh, you know we uh, we are bound to sort of borrow a little in our heads and get influenced by other reviews and this is what happened to me this time so i was very careful while writing or while sort of ranting about this film uh, in the review uh, and I, and i found it really difficult to be uh, uh, to be say unbiased in in the purest sense because i already had a sense of what the film was going to be about i'd read a lot of specifics in other reviews so 
coming back to you know kangna ranaut and rajarjun and arvind swami uh, it's just that when when i ended up writing about the film i did not feel like i could do justice to uh to, to my independent views of the film and and you know that's something i have to live with obviously you cannot predict these things you cannot uh, really uh, sort of always have it you know the way it should be and uh, uh, when when i wrote about it on that saturday um, of course there's I, i probably disliked it more than most critics i know i think more than uh, uh, sanol even you uh, and i i could not <laughs> that that is that is that is very contentious but okay but perhaps that's for a separate podcast but yeah, anyway yeah. go on no, go on i mean it, yeah I, i mean i couldn't get into like i like how you started the podcast and said you know it just does not work in my head i was like wow he is being polite uh, uh, because it, it, <laughs> it, 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 i was expecting like you know you to sort of almost mirror my exasperation uh, but acha <laughs> like that ha huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll get to that portion also because I think we are just getting warmed up here. But you know, <laughs> just coming back to this whole masala filmmaking thing and all, and I get it. You know, this a film like this, I can get why it's made so simplistic and why. But as Tanul even rightly mentioned, you know, that um, sort of really creating this as a uh, designing this as a superhero story, and then of course, uh, uh, you know, expecting the viewers to see that Kangana is more or less playing herself. uh the why she chose this particular film about this particular politician and this particular public figure uh in pulled in in indian history uh, you can you get a very good idea of why she chose uh, someone like jayalalita and what she wanted to bring to the film rather than actually play an actual person and and kangna is of course making a career out of that now uh, especially over the last few years when she stopped being an actress and being a statement of sir Uh, of sorts and it really peaks with this film because this is by i i feel personally this is her worst performance i know there have been a lot of reviews that have praised her performance and maybe you know even arvin swami's performance but I, i can't really speak about that one but i i can tell you that i i mean i i think a lot of us appreciated kangna's uh, performances in the early part of last decade especially up till queen or even after that for a while Uh, till i think as recently as 2 years ago uh, but but you know to see someone like her descend into this particular zone and you know really um, start sort of using hindi cinema using indian cinema per se as a, a, a device to really uh, sort of push her paranoia push her personality push her very obvious uh, uh, you know political undercurrents now it, it's just it's a waste it's disappointing and it's tragic to see someone as uh, talented as her someone who once stood for all the right things really come to uh, uh, come to this level of mediocrity because you know she did she has become the monster that she used to fight against and and that's uh, that's the problem that's uh, with her and with this current scenario of this current sort of hotbed of politics and bollywood and indian cinema Uh, uh, right now, the the uh, the intersection of all three and where we are right now, it's it's tragic that Kangana Ranaut has become the symbol of this particular new age India, of the particular aggression with which uh, uh, with which a lot of craft, a lot of art is lost at the altar of uh, a lot of other things, undesirable things. And for me, this was by far her worst performance. And I could not stand a lot of like as something as simple as her reaction shots. You know, like I know this film was badly made. I I I can admit to have not seen a lot of films by the director Vijay. Uh, uh, but I do know uh, what 
filmmaking should look like and what coherence should look like and even the real life sort of events that it, it was based on like as tanul said it starts with a draupadi scene at the uh, uh, parliament and and you know it, it's these things of course if you read enough about jayalalita if you followed her career if you followed her life you know that these things actually happened or they actually exist in uh, popular culture as particular versions of what happened and 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 it's just that the filmmaking sort of i i i don't know if you feel the same way but i feel like kangana ranaut really whenever she does now star in a film uh you see her um really influence the film i uh, in the sense of yeah. how competent it can be the filmmaking can be like i have no doubt that if kangana wasn't in this film and if maybe it was another actress it might have been made better it's the film was made to accommodate a lot of her in this a lot of her personality and and, and you can sense where she is sort of really taken over what the film was supposed to be about and uh, yeah i mean i i can of course go on but tanul it'll be a good time for you to take over now yeah it's it's very interesting that uh, you are still very peeved uh, by kangna's performance i think you also yeah. ex- uh, <laughs> sort of wrestled with uh, with your angst in your review as well whereas i think my review i don't think i sort of mentioned uh, kangna as much i suppose I, i mean i don't even remember my review actually but anyway so uh, but uh, i honestly uh, it's it's nice to see obviously uh, some one else getting riled up who, and that someone else is not me so i'm happy about it not complaining at all but you know something i don't know man it's uh, it's i am actually now getting tired of this whole thing of kangna is a good actress i am now which is a weird thing to say coming from me because i've always defended her as an actor and all of that i think she's fantastic and obviously i mean this is enough ink has been spilled uh, and rightfully so i mean even <laughs> while watching manikarnika was manikarnika the last that we saw in her before thalaibi oh no 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 we saw her in panga as well na yeah, panga that badminton that's it right thalai uh, this guy manikarnika and panga and then we saw thalaibi right yeah okay So Panga is a low key mediocre film it's 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 not whatever and i thought she was okay so i mean panga i'm i'm, I'm not putting panga in the situation but uh, while watching manikarnika and uh, it's a certain kind of a movie made for a certain kind of crowd and that crowd is not me uh, but still i mean i had to review the film and you obviously try to be as fair to a film as you can and and put all your biases as humanly as possible to the side but even while watching the film and at the narrative or uh, at, the, at the narrative level at least or at the thematic level it wasn't really i mean gripping me because such is the nature of such films that you sort of uh, end up uh, expecting uh, what you were told to expect and that in itself is a sign of mediocrity anyway uh, so but 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 I, i i remember this feeling very distinctly and and that happened so few times has happened so few times in my film reviewing career it was that uh so i'm watching the film on screen and uh, it's, it's it's not something that has taken in my uh, in by any surprise or any sort of uh, i'm not impressed by any of it but i'm definitely impressed by kangna and there's actually a literal voice in my head almost go on like you know man she can still act in a movie that is really messy and i thought that is one of the greatest compliments you can give to a give to an actor you know where, wherein there is a movie you sort of almost don't agree with at at, at uh, several levels and yet you have an actor who is really dazzling an actor who you've seen 
I mean, for quite some time, and I would even go on to say that sure. I mean, she may not have done a lot of historicals and all of that, uh, but still, I mean, she she just found some new ways of expressing things and all of that. Whatever. Now, so coming back to, but but over the last year, year and a half, now it's a weird thing to say that should your estimation of an actor be diminished because of who he or she is in real life? Perhaps no, right? And I I will also agree to it. But I just. Uh, it just looked so tropey her performance to me in the film and it just you know there's something called uh, called the cinematic fist bump uh, is a coin that i would like to uh, 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 propose for uh, for what's happening between halaiwi the movie and kanna wherein you know both of them it just seems that they are locked in this one massive bitching session against the entire world and yeah. you would ideally want a film to sort of temper kangana's kangnaness you know mm. this yeah. film actually heightens it and nobody needs to heighten kangana's kangnaness right <laughs> and and every turn this film is talking uh flames that are not even latent these are blazing fucking things and it just starts to feel so silly you know i mean even an actor and 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 let me put it that way kangna does not so i mean rise above the mediocrity of the film or the script or her performance itself i mean uh, it's uh, it's actually a testament to i don't know maybe she buying in her own myth so wholeheartedly which we of course knew about and all of that but it's pretty evident on screen at least with this film i really hope kangna can really put in a great performance in next film and i'll be the first person to say that she's amazing no qualms about that uh, but uh, no in the, so i mean there are also there are times that felt bad for her so let's say there's a scene in uh, in the delhi uh, parliament later in the film and somebody <laughs> says that, oh i did not know south indians could speak yeah. good english And, and 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 then she snaps back like an appropriate ten-year-old saying, "Oh, I did not know North Indians could speak so good English." Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I I think it will take an exceptionally gifted actor for me to to make me buy that retort in that ludicrous scene. Ah, uh, mm. so I mean, sure, I can have some empathy for Kangana and all of that, but there are many scenes in the film where it's it just looks like. That she's trying to further uh, the film's cause, which of course a good actor is supposed to do. But when a film is this brain dead, it it just looks like you know both of them fit like a glove. That was yeah. quite embarrassing to watch. There's something else that I want to talk about though, you know, and that's interesting because you mentioned it a few times. You know what really irritated me in the film was not Kangana, was not KGB. Although KGB was, of course, I mean, I could even uh, at least laugh and all of that at KGB. But you know, uh, it's uh, it's Arvind Swami. I just, I think it's not a good performance at all. I was so fucking annoyed. Wow, I should okay. I was just a bit annoyed uh, <laughs> while uh, <laughs> you know uh, reading. Hey, Fuck man, I think I think I should just sort of calm down. <sighs> yeah, so <clears throat> you know, there's a certain kind of of writing or reviewing or thinking about a film, which is so commonplace. You know, I like to call that brand of film reviewing. This this film has its uh, heart in the right place. Genre of film reviewing. You know, wherein you see something which is 
you think it's sincere it's honest it's not obviously over the top it's not obviously sloppy it's not uh, obviously you know whatever and people then just tend to gravitate towards it with so much of you know, i don't know i mean complimentary sort of adjectives or descriptions or i mean just giving it a really long rope which is absolutely not deserved that exactly is arun swami's performance in this movie now i'll i i'll i'll uh, include the same disclaimer as rahul did that i have not watched enough many or more than one i don't know uh, movies of mgr because of course northies amits and all of that and uh, we don't have access typically we have uh, don't have access to a lot of old tamil films and all of that although that's something that i really want to i mean uh, rectify perhaps a year or two later where i sort of try to uh, uh, just a few days ago actually i was scouting some malayalam films online and i was able to find actually a, a bunch of films uh, very critically acclaimed and all of them are available with subtitles and all of that including adur's films and whatever so there's a separate folder that i've uh, that i've told myself that i'll come back to perhaps as a case with tamil classics uh, so uh, i don't know about that so i mean you know uh, i could be wrong there but that said though i will also say something else that you know you do not really like all of us we have seen enough films including you listeners you know we have all seen enough films to know that what feels true what feels real what feels you know that is absolutely not the case with arvind swami's character i think it's just it's an actor that's just it, it, it's a character uh, i mean arvind swami's character in the film is somebody first of all he absolutely lacks the weight of a superstar now of course i'm not saying that every superstar in all parts of the world have the same uh, language of magnetism or have the same language of charisma or of star power and all of that and, and obviously all like i mean say the way a sharukh khan uh, holds a command the screen or a stage or an interview is very different from what say an amir khan does or a bachchan does or what a amitabh bachchan that is or uh, or an um, salman khan does and all of that of course and and, and you can extend that matter uh, that comparison to sort of uh, stars in hollywood and all of that of course right mm. but there is this certain sense i mean how can you not you are a fucking superstar not just a superstar you are somebody who just goes on to sort of rule the state quite literally right i just arun swami just did not give me that appearance you know he was so fucking invested in just being this first bencher uh, uh, teacher's pet so to speak wherein the entire film i could see arun swami playing trying his uh, damnest hard to play mgr that is there in the first scene to the last and that was really annoying because that's not good acting it's always i mean you know there there there's a certain shallowness i think in the way we think about if something is quote and quote understated or mm. if something is quote and quote say earnest or it is trying hard or you know it's 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 not obviously uh, the sloppiness are obviously not raining on you in 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 such a way that you want to perhaps open an umbrella uh, that somehow just qualifies as good dignified acting or understatedness or of things and all of that i think that's nonsense arun swami i thought i just could not buy him now you can of course uh, come around and tell me you are fucking naughty you don't know shit and all of that you have not seen any ngr who are you sure i agree perhaps that could be the reason i'll give you another example of a film in which i saw a character play 
MGR. And again, I had not seen, um, I mean, uh, those conditions remain the same of, of my lack of, say, uh, context of uh, MGR's acting and all that. That's a film I rewatched uh, two months ago. It's this Mani Ratnam's film, Iruvar, in which Mohan Lal plays MGR. Go look at that performance. You know, I mean, it is, it is just so good. I literally have goosebumps right now talking about it. You know, it's, it's the sense, man. Like, you know, you're sit, standing on a terrace and the way you wave at the crowd, it's, it's, I mean, I mean there are many examples that I could go on and on, but yeah. another example that, um, another, uh, that people like us would, uh, 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 perhaps relate to, even if, uh, they disagree with me is Ranbir Kapoor's performance as Sanjay Dutt in Sanju, you know, towards the end of the film and all of that, the, this starts to come a point where, you know, Ranbir Kapoor is slowly dissolving in the background and Sanjay Dutt is emerging, but you can't really pinpoint what percentage is Sanjay Dutt, what percentage is Ranbir Kapoor. It's mm. this amazing alchemic reaction of these two, mm. out of which emerges a third person, which is what movie, what good acting for me is in biopics like these, where you are really playing characters uh, about whom you have a separate perception just because uh, uh, like every member of the audience just because you have engaged with them so many times I mm. thought that was just stunning bit of acting I mean I, I don't think I perhaps uh, uh, I could include it in the review because again that, that was a sloppy film for the most part and, and I thought I wanted to include uh, talk about some other things but I think that's the way to go and I was really disappointed uh, unlike you I actually couldn't read a lot of reviews uh, although mm. I did get a sense of key what's going on I read the headlines I did read a few I think perhaps and a lot of them were just unanimous in their praise of Arvind Swami and all of that. that. That's that's a character that just totally did not work for, from uh, for me right from the start. It just it just looks like I mean that he's just so servile to the idea of MGR. An mm. actor who's supposed to be playing him just cannot. You can't do that. You just I mean maybe there are tons of reasons that he's uh, gotten it right for other people. Sure, I'm not disregarding uh, what others think about that performance. That's just me being very, very politically correct and I expect a gift hamper in the next week or so. But, <laughs> you know, that, that is that for me. This was my first major rant that I wanted to do because I, I had this thing at the back of my head for some 30 <laughs> to 40 days or whatever. So, so, so you go on. If you want to add on this, you, you can perhaps go on or you talk about something else and then we of course segue into uh, yeah. other things that sort of, you know, uh, um, actors or, or something else. Oh, no, that's that's really wonderful that you chose this to rant about, and it's nice because <laughs> in the sense, like I, even as I said, you know, the disclaimer very early on that I'm not seen enough of MJ. I had no idea mm-hmm. how he looked for the longest of time, and I haven't even watched Iruvar, so I can't really comment. I have no point of comparison, even in the fictional. Fair space. enough. So. The, but yeah, obviously, as you said, it's it's really not. See, a lot of our actors, uh, uh, as you said, of course, the film itself is servile to its subject, you know, like to to its yeah. idea of what Jayalalita is and what she represents and what uh, Kangana Ranaut is and what Kangana Ranaut represents. So uh, to see MJR play this, you know, white knight, this, you know, sort of obviously stuck in this cauldron of morality uh, of course because the, the i mean the bottom line is that uh, you know they they are having an affair and he is married uh, and and that, this went this is almost like a mythical part of the legacy so it, it's one of those things where you get a, such a obvious sense of 
um, the actor that is Arvind Swamy, obviously uh, sort of wanting to imitate the idea of uh, how, say, the filmmakers or how they want MJR to see him in the film or to imitate the physicality of him. That, you know, obviously, as you said, you, it just gets lost in the, the soul. There is, like, even if I haven't seen MJR in my life, I know for a fact that this this, <clears throat> this particular performance is uh, is sort of too controlled uh, by uh, an external factor. And I'm glad you took the example of Sanju too, because, uh, you know, I, even I didn't think much of the film. But, uh, but of course, Ranbir Kapoor's performance as Sanjay Dutt, and Sanjay Dutt is someone all of us, at least in the North, exactly. yeah. say, are so familiar with. And it's such a strong personality, such a distinct personality that it's impossible to divorce from your perception of how Sanjay Dutt should look and act or how an actor imitating him or adapting him on screen <clears throat> should look or act. So it's just that, I mean, as you said very, very, very uh, eloquently that, you know, uh, uh, th there is a, a third personality that comes out when a good actor plays a strong person uh, uh, or, or uh, plays a, a real life character. And that just I, uh, and now that you pointed out, of course, with Arvind Swami, and it was a very dreadfully safe performance in that sense because it was yeah. obviously tailored to be the yin to the yang of Kangana Ranaut's, you know, very fiery sort of edgy uh, uh, so-called depiction of Jaya Lalita. So, uh, I, I mean, the, the, there was so much going on in the film about wanting to emulate the particular era wanting to really get these small little easter eggs and these details or these based on real life scenes right that they obviously lost what's the you know whatever the soul of the film that they were trying to achieve they obviously lost it within the performances within the craft uh, uh, yeah and and speaking of uh, of course now that we can go on from arvind swami a little i i had a even i was curious about something you know like uh, we were talking about kangana ranaut and how of course our you know, real life perception of what she is now and what and the kind of uh, sort of personality that she has become off the screen, it should, of course, not influence our perception of her as an artist, as an actress on screen. Yeah. But the thing is, I've had for the last couple of years, I've had this distinct impression that she wants uh, it to influence our yeah. perception of, uh, of what she plays and all of who she is on screen. Because I saw it, obviously, with the beginning of... with Manikanika is a very obvious choice, obviously. But... There's another film that I kind of liked and I kind of liked her in also Judgmental Hekya, uh, where she mm. basically plays a mentally unstable sort of character who is sort of gaslit into thinking that she has a mental problem. But, you know, in the end, she was right all along or her paranoia was justified all along. I thought it was a very disarmingly honest sort of performance and very self-aware performance in that sense or self-aware movie. Of course, mixed feelings about the movie, a lot of people did and it is a very difficult movie to like. But... But if you look at what Kangana Ranaut's done in that performance, with that performance, by choosing to play that person, is is basically, is basically her admitting that she has certain problems, and then obviously her vindicating herself towards the end of the film, saying, "I'm right about the world being out to get me. I'm right about men being uh, uh, the way they are, or I'm right about you know uh, Bollywood being this closed off club." To extend her logic, basically. But I still felt that there was more honesty in that performance than something like a Jaya Lalita, something obviously like a Thalaivi, uh, where where she obviously is putting so much of who she is into that performance and she wants us to look at it like that. I don't think she cares about us 
wanting to separate the art from the artist anymore she is actually weaponizing that now so you know when you actually when i end up actually writing about her performances these days in reviews it is impossible to divorce one from the other because uh, it, it never feels like she wants it to and she's making a very conscious choice to do that uh, I, i don't know what to make of it because there are of course upcoming films like dhakard and tejas and all which which where she is again going to be playing uh, more or less different versions of the tricolor and different versions of of the woman that she thinks she is in in context of uh, in context of bollywood and in context of where our culture stands right now but uh, but i just feel like you know she she's been a she's been one of the those rare actresses that started out terrible in her early years that that really evolved into something that bollywood or hindi cinema per se needed at one point of time you know that those two years during when she did films like queen and tanuvaj manu returns and tanuvaj manu before that those three or four years that three or four year period was sort of such a an eye opener for someone like me who's been following hindi cinema for the longest time and you see people like vidya balan sort of rise through the ranks you see people like alla bhatt rise through the ranks and carry films on their own and then and then then there's someone like kanna ranaut who's come from literally the doldrums as far as quality was concerned because she played uh, the same character 10 times in the 2000s and uh, and was never expected to come out of that but she became uh, such an evolved actress at some point of time she found such a sweet spot of ordinariness and of playing these characters that are quirky and and, and sort of idiosyncratic in so many ways that i really thought she would not ever sort of deviate from that and the thing is she of course took risks which didn't pay off like you know uh, uh, slightly more urban roles like kati bati and and things that are really bomb badly and even you know or that like, goli that bullet uh, raja or whatever revolver rani or you know uh, <laughs> oh, shit bullet raja and the wrong they sound like siblings i, and <laughs> I had the wrong weapon sorry yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so th- I, huh. that's what i'm saying so it's just that now i think she's entered like i think she's in her 30s now she's the same age as us i think but uh, i i think she's entered that phase where she's very uh, uh, you know it's obviously it's obvious to her that she's not going to play heroines per se anymore two heroes at the same time and and she obviously wants to headline films and and obviously cater to a particular part of the population now I, and the thing is i i i don't i mean panga was obviously one way to look at it is it was an anomaly in the sense that okay panga is lesser kangna ranaut than kangna ranaut that we have been seeing uh, uh, it is that i don't feel like we're going to see a lot more of you know a, a lot of panga down the line a lot of queen a lot of tanuvaj manu down the line over the next 4 or 5 years because uh, I, i just feel like she Uh, i don't feel like there's a way back especially after watching something like thalaivi where the most fundamental aspects of acting she got terribly wrong like simple reaction shots or simple uh, ways of sort of really expressing emotions uh, that that entire midday meal stretch in the film in thalaivi uh, where where she gets into politics that's a trigger for her to get into politics where mjr sort of pushes her her into uh, his scheme of things and she she starts taking charge of a particular aspect of his his legacy and it just that entire sequence of course it's badly made badly directed badly filmed but uh, a lot of it was just so much down to the fact that kangna just is coming in front of the character as soon as there's a cut you can actually see her face change from uh, say being off camera to being on camera and you can sense if you look at her face that she's actually 
uh, expecting a sort of cut any moment. Like as soon as the director will call cut, she'll sort of get out of the zone. And when you can see the acting like that, when you can see a beginning and an end to every shot, uh, to every scene, to every expression that she makes, then there's something wrong because she's really regressing in that sense. She's regressing <laughs> back to what she was as an 18-year-old. Like when she just came in and she was taking riches, playing like some really obviously uh, really haunting and sort of toxic character that she became very famous for for a while. But the thing is, she never used to always get it right because her fundamentals were mostly never on point. And I feel like she's regressed to that sort of stage now. And of course, a lot of it has to do with who she is off the screen too. Yeah, I think these are really fascinating points. Uh, I mean, I think uh, we have uh, uh, overall disagreements about the judgmental heck, uh, this thing. But I, I think you put it really beautifully. I'd actually not uh, thought about uh, uh, her performance, like a possible interpretation of that in those terms. And I think uh, other, the way you put it, and uh, and of course, we do obviously don't know what uh, uh, Kangna was thinking. But a lot of it makes sense at, 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 uh, and makes for a... A fascinating subtextual uh, analysis, but a bunch of points uh, mm. elsewhere as well, which which gives me fodder for thought. Because again, I think I don't know. I mean, it's Kangna. I think it's perhaps Kangna fatigue. Because obviously, uh, you can't, as you were saying, you really can't dissociate art and real life as much as we want to. But because I mean, spare a thought for I mean, not just us, but also everybody around us. We are on screens all the time. I mean, over the last 19 months, literally, right? And what are our screens? I mean, uh, the, the tribe that we are. It's, it's Instagram timelines. It's Twitter timelines. It's, it's perhaps something on Facebook here and there, uh, majorly. And mm. what is happening there over the last 18, 19 months? I mean, for much longer. But, you know, you have the answer. It's, uh, it's difficult. Uh, it's, uh, and you, sure, I mean, if... If there is somebody who can dissociate everything, somebody who has no political view, somebody who just doesn't care about uh, about anything in real life but just cinema, uh, sure, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to be that person. I am not bad that person and I will not be that person. But sure, I mean, uh, it's uh, but there's also this thing of it's almost impossible, I would even say borderline dishonest to be a purist in a fundamentally impure world. So that's that. Second thing is, I mean, uh, there are certain shots. I mean, uh, obviously, I did not write about it or even actually think. But now, uh, when you were talking, certain shots were flashing in my head. Perhaps I may have included them in my notes, uh, if not written about them. Was that, I mean, there's actually literally a shot, I think, of she being flanked by the bodyguards. And, you know, she's, I mean, towards the end of the film and all of that. And, 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 and she's uh, moving around as she owns the thing. Which makes sense, of course, in, in, in a political, uh, uh, sorry, sorry, in the context of the film. <laughs> but it's also, I, I could mom, I, I could not stop thinking about that image. I think when it sort of emerged in the last year during the Sushant Singh Rajputs, I mean, in the, in the aftermath of, of him taking his own life, was I think she was given a few uh, a bodyguards or something. There were some high-profile bodyguards. I, I don't know the, I mean, the CRPS people. Well, I actually don't know. But there was this a big viral image when she was also having a thing with the Maharashtra government. There was some tussle or, or, or some investigation or something. So, so you know, obviously, I mean, there are circumstances. There are things that, that will keep making you uh, 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 think about the real and the real with respect to Kangna. 
but i think what's also happening with kangna is that like her real life mm-hmm. again as we said we can perhaps discount panga but include mani karnika and uh, uh, thalaivi and uh, her, her, her subsequent projects as well i think that there's more at play here with the sense that what's happening with her in real life is something that she wants to translate to cinema as well mm. but cinema really does not work like that which is her entire life is uh, i mean recent life uh, at least is a series of one up one upmanship it's just that majiti 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 you know whatever just the tone and the cadence and all of that the tenor and all of that can can vary but everything is about her and about her winning now you see that same spirit of jadedness and repetition in thalaivi as well right from the start to the end that's not good art point black you just cannot do that shit on screen it looks ridiculous i mean fucking even if you take us all right i'll just stop myself for a second and i have to say something really quick and important something that uh, has been bothering me for quite some time now a lot of people would like to say that you know or judge what the film is trying to say uh, judge a film by its merits and all of that i do not fundamentally agree with that although of course i can see some merits in that argument and all of that but the the uh, the force with which it thunders down to quote unquote normal people i think is absolutely misguided i mean if at all film criticism was about just seeing what the film is trying to do then boss you will just not have any reviews oh this film was trying to be this oh it is this oh it's a great film i mean no you have to see wha- how the film is trying to do what it is trying to do so let's say let's fuck all our analysis right let's just judge thalaivi for a superhero film right it's a terrible superhero film point blank second thing mm-hmm. let's just judge thalaivi for uh, in the in the idiom that it sort of deploys all its cinematic arsenal which is the masala movie the myth making sort of brand of indian cinema it's terrible at that as well point blank coming back to what what was i talking about kangna and one upmanship right like uh, yeah. huh. so uh, <laughs> this is inception level of ranting anyway so uh, so coming back to that it's a, if your attitude is then that right and i really hope i'm wrong i'm as i said i'm very happy to be corrected and all of that cause it's literally in my favor i mean i have absolutely i mean i just don't get any joy by watching a film that you know that either uh, 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 irks me or angers me or makes me feel indifferent you know watching a film is also in a very convoluted way but for me a very straightforward way of also being uh, gives me the feeling of feel, uh, being alive it gives you certain emotions it makes you laugh it makes you whatever right it warms your heart at times and all of that i like that <laughs> but so i mean i'll be very happy if kangna uh, uh, sort of proves all of us wrong and and does something uh, 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 remarkably different from what we think her new career is 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 going uh, into you know that that'll be a win not just for us which is i mean sure yeah. we really don't match it matter a lot in the long run but for the film industry for the audiences and for the other filmmakers who can perhaps you know take you basically improve the filmmaking landscape in the country is what i'm trying to say uh, mm. but if you know if the mentality in the country uh, if the mentality of kanna if the mentality of you know if if you wholeheartedly believe that acting or cinema is what you do in real life which is bullying 
if mm. that's the and of course you can you you can sort of uh, 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 toy around with the narrative. It's not that tough, you know. So Thalaivi, sure, she is being bullied, but then she went on to go, uh, go goes on to become a bully. So so of course those things are not obviously as straightforward because I mean even uh, even the Indian audiences perhaps won't take a film like that. But but you know I mean it's 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 just that if you think that life is either a a series of victories or you know uh, humiliations then to boss i don't know yaar then to perhaps you are in a wrong profession because mm. uh, that's not how this is supposed to be even something like a, a superhero franchise uh, say like a bahubali which just by uh, uh, by by its inherent nature of the genre and perhaps in the time period a bunch of things that surrounded by it has to be a more of a straight forward thing and all of that but that just it works it works so that's not the problem the problem is you know so i think it's a it's a it's 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 a bit of that and uh, that uh, there is this a uh, 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 corruption in the way we are in fact uh, approaching the medium and that's not i mean I, and i can give you a lot of examples i can give you bhuj literally a film that released a month ago i i can even give you examples of films that don't have this strain of jingoism and all that i'm not talking as you know this this fire brand critic uh, who is quote unquote anti national or whatever the hell that you know you can uh, say people who don't like such kinds of films of portrayal and all of that of of which uh, kangana akshay kumar and all of these people are flag bearers of but but just in general there is there is this i mean hindi cinema had this mentality of bullying people and all of that i mean i've been wanting to write a paper or a essay about uh, how sidekicks are treated in our films over decades uh, and th- this dehumanization that that is so common ubiquitous in hindi cinema at least if not in indian cinema in general i mean indian cinema in general as well uh, it's uh, it's it's hero worship it's very cultish devotion and all of that and thalaivi you see the culmination of all of that but what's also at play in thalaivi is is a person who has written her own story in her own head uh, much before both both in cinema and in real life and she is the world unto herself but boss the sad thing is that if that is the case then art is not the right place for it i mean you know i think kangna can be great at writing pamphlets or something uh, just be great at uh, giving these tirades that she is famous for uh but the fact is that this is such a fucking cynical move because the the uh, the very reason that she has an audience is because she used to treat art as well art i mean uh, that's not the case anymore or or will not be the case anymore perhaps yeah yeah no totally well put uh, there's uh yeah there's really not much i more i can add but yeah it was it, it was actually uh you're right about like uh that i have a feeling that of course a lot of us would love to be proven wrong uh in in the long run and especially by someone like kangna uh, uh but but even then i have a feeling as you very uh, nicely put it she'll be like main jeeti main jeeti main jeeti even then and that might be yeah. that, that's the kind of meta sort of darkness uh, that that we've been enveloped by as far as you know mm-hmm. one of the finest actresses or at least like mainstream actresses in hindi cinema uh, goes and it, it's it's actually a good way i'm glad we actually ended up talking more about uh, kangna and the performances in this film and what it means uh, you know in the larger landscape of so you know quote and quote superhero storytelling and 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 biopics and 
something like that and especially because i wanted to talk about kangna follow because you know with reviews it's very difficult to get into all this because mostly of course there is so much wrong or right about a particular film that you you seldom end up really getting into the nuance of performances and this real real uh, real and real uh, sort of distinction and and so yeah i mean i'm, I'm glad that i was kind of hoping that when we did do the thalaiwe podcast we could in fact sort of discuss this so maybe just throw around our thoughts about uh, someone like kangna ranaut but she because she clearly weighs a lot on minds like ours who you know spend day in and day out sort of really watching films and growing up on certain kinds of films and certain kind of actors and actresses admiring them and then to see them sort of take a different route and then you know trying to make sense of it so uh, so yeah in that sense i'm i'm sort of almost uh uh going to I, i feel like almost retitling this podcast from thalaiwe to kangna ranaut but that is also meta on its own <laughs> really uh, kangna is playing uh, thalaiwe is playing kangna in the film but uh, yeah tanul is there anything else you'd like to add because i i feel like you've done a fair bit of very intellectual ranting here yeah yeah i think we are mostly done i i think yeah it's just it's just something that i just wanted to not talk about but at least mention Mm. that should annoyed me so much and i know obviously this it's so inconsequential and and all of that given given uh, a a film like in a film like thalaiwe which has a litany of misfires and what at times this looks like i mean intentional laziness and indifference but <laughs> so mm. when we talk about masala movie making and all of that whatever right there was there was this trope that the masala films used to use in the 70s and i should love them i mean as a bachchan fan and, and somebody who grew up watching those things which is this idea of virtuous kids you know yeah. and this film takes it to another perverse absolutely <laughs> absolutely infuriating degree man what the actual fuck <laughs> it is insane there is a little biography of that little girl as well you remember there's a, the yeah. one uh, whom she sort of first sees at 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 this really impoverished village uh, no i uh, she's begging i think with her back to uh, i mean at the, this point is almost just so ridiculous and it's so trivial almost uh, to the overall scheme of uh, the litany of sloppiness and misfires that mark thalaiwe but i i'm i'm still compelled to comment on it because i think this uh, uh, uh element uh, of the many uh, annoyed me the most in thalaiwe which is using kids as this really terrible plot device you know i mean uh, the way uh, we we almost get a mini biopic of these uh, one of these history urchins uh, who is almost one of the most important reasons uh, that the uh, that the reason that thalaiwe uh, i mean jailalita is in politics she sees a kid begging at the at the, i think the traffic light or something and at a railway crossing i suppose and then she understands that the midday meal scheme has to revamp but not just that that woman actually ends up becoming a doctor who's treating jailalita some 10 15 years later i mean it's it, the yeah. way the these kids the way this film in particular sees uh, poor kids it's just so wrong i mean it's so condescending it's it's one of the highest forms of lazy writing it's awfully tone deaf not to say i mean exceptionally lazy 
and just very very shameful uh, i mean it's so exploitative uh, it's uh, it, it just really annoyed me that boss okay when everything fails just throw a bunch of poor kids at the audiences yeah who's going to fucking hate them who hates poor kids you know we have got that covered i just it, it just i in fact it uses i think in, in a scene or two uh, uh, these odd expressions uh, uh, on the kids's face as as a very very manipulative and a very perverse perverse way to uh, to sort of further uh, or at least start or initiate the myth building that surrounds jalalita in the movie and all of that i thought i mean this film was really bad in many respects but this really i mean was the clincher uh, and not the least because it comes towards the uh, second third of yeah. the film sort of continues uh, sort of towards t- uh, till the end but it just goes to tell you how brain dead this entire exercise is and, and don't just that it is really repulsive and and very very infuriating you know i mean if this is what masala movie making is because uh, the the 70s and all of that i mean you had a lot of these scenes from you know uh, uh, the bachcha bachchan and the krona bachchan and all of that i still love that as a kid i yeah. i still like it uh, now you know you had those things in divar you had those things in trishul you had those in many many films ah, no i mean it's just it 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 really it was very revolting it it just it just shook something deep in me which made me very that was it rahul i think i'm done yeah. if you have anything to add then <laughs> no not really i'm glad you ended with a uh, with a child uh, with a rant about children in films but it's only fair because you know i mean i i this deserves of course a separate podcast of its own and and i mean in general like uh, something a film like thalaivi really uh, with with its tone with its sort of tone deafness i say i think uh, you know stands as a classic example of how mainstream cinema sort of uses uh, i mean in general how it sort of how mainstream cinema does so many things wrong and justifies it by saying that okay we are mainstream cinema we were based in the 70s that doesn't really mean that you actually look like a film that was made in the 70s you can look like a country <laughs> or look like a person or look like a uh, uh, look like the kind of culture that existed back then but you know unfortunately a lot of our filmmakers go all method on period uh, biopics and all but yeah good good way to sort of end uh, our uh, our sort of very uh, nuanced rant about 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 uh, <laughs> alive and about kangna ranaut uh, hopefully we will be back a bunch of films releasing this week this month in general and theaters are opening in maharashtra finally next week uh, the, these delhi people would not know how uh, <laughs> how really privileged they have been for the last month or month and a half but i i mean i i wasn't one to sort of really miss these theaters opening but because i got really used to uh sitting at home and reviewing films and watching them on our laptops and our TVs and what not but you know i just went for a small screening last week and realized just how much you know it it was a part of our uh, our sort of every week thing uh, tanul you have you been uh, going for a lot of screenings yeah so uh, i was uh, yeah i mean uh, I, i i think very recently i i think uh, udai was talking about that how he's sort of grabbing this opportunity of uh, relative peace to sort of catch on uh, watch a few films and all of that in theaters and mm. i said so have i so he just got intrigued 
and yeah. i said i've i've had the great pleasure of watching some some great cinema in theaters which includes seminal movies like chehre bell bottom <laughs> thalaivi so i have mixed feelings about it yeah. but but no, honestly it it just it's just obviously so much better yeah. and uh, i mean I'll, i'll 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 take an example like say bell bottom it's obviously i mean a shoddy film or whatever but i i just i just like the fact that you know sab kuch bada bada hai it's it's a big screen it's it's a theater it's yeah. uh, all those things that we associate uh, just went to one pressure of course of thalaivi but uh, but i mean it's it's just obviously undeniably true that and i am obviously uh, one of those really old school guys i still even after 19 months of pandemic you tell yeah. me there's a good film and if it's uh, it's out on netflix today but it will come in uh, in theaters in a month i will gladly that one month would be like i mean a, mm. a wink for me so i'm just happy i'll tell you this i think bigger th- uh, screens and all of that make some films at least bearable that uh, we have also watched a lot of shoddy things on netflix and all of that but uh, sometimes it just gets i don't know so maybe it's just the idea that uh, i am sharing or hoping to share this misery with with uh, with people around me maybe that's comforting maybe just the idea of i don't know a big screen and all of that but of course i mean it's, yeah. it's i'm just very happy that you know uh, i had a skip in my steps you know when i was going to watch chehre so yeah. i mean uh, while <laughs> knowing that it may not be great shakes or whatever but you know obviously this is this is really welcome and i mean needless to say that we all need to step out a little more than we have been and uh, and yeah i i just hope that uh, if we can end up watching uh, a film or two which is fascinating and 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 not uh, lazy and overall sloppy even if it doesn't work at all times i i i think it'll be quite a moving experience for for both of us or for most critics because well that really hasn't happened in a long time of course i watched uh, nomad land and uh, uh, the walkers last uh, sandeep pinky both yeah. from that reservations with but but of course they are not bad films though they are they are not lazy films and all of that so that is that one fond memory i have of, of going to theaters in march but well i mean the the second wave really uh, drowned all of those uh, uh, memories so yeah i mean yeah. really looking forward to yeah i mean it's it's actually i hope the cases and all of that in maharashtra sometimes uh, can i mean it's it's an up and down thing but i hope they don't really rise as much and the theaters can be open because mm. yeah it's it's really yeah. been long and and fingers crossed that that's permanent that we don't yeah. have another whatever yeah yeah same here i'm i'm kind of glad that you know it was a small screening and my first film back was a quiet place 2 which was actually made for ah. the screen uh so mm. yeah, so you really get us i was i was a little worried going because i was worried about my attention span and how it's sort of really diminished mm. over the last 18, 19 months uh watching a film needing breaks taking you know walking out walking in but uh you know film like an audio visual experience like a horror film or like a like a decently made uh, a sort of hollywood film is always welcome because it reminds you of why exactly i mean like how as a film professional your attention span and all is like cycling or swimming or breathing it just comes back when it has to and it, yeah. it was a nice refreshing experience and hopefully over the next month we'll have more films to discuss on the podcast as well after after watching them in theaters rather than at our homes so uh, thank you for joining me tanul and uh, yeah and we hopefully we'll do more of this uh, within uh, over the next uh, few months with diwali and christmas coming there is a whole bunch of releases that were waiting to really pounce on indian audiences for the last 18 months and 
uh, I, I think Tanul and me will uh, have a, a lot of discussing to do over the next few months. Thanks for joining us and do write to us if you have any suggestions uh, to both our email addresses, rahulnoles at gmail.com and uh, thakurtanul uh, at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for joining us and see you soon.